Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Today we got a fantastic episode for you. We're going to cover some basics in this first episode of Unschooled Unleashed. We're going to cover what is unschooling. So we're going to get into some definitions and without further delay, we're just going to jump right in. Hello and welcome to episode one titled, What is Unschooling? And we're going to be answering that question today. We're actually going to cover it in three different segments. The first thing we're going to answer is, what is unschooling? And we're going to cover the definition, the philosophy, and the origins, key figures, stuff like that. Then we're going to move into unschooling versus schooling and really kind of playing out what the differences are in methodology, uh, the role of the students, the learning process, teachers, parents, stuff like that. And then thirdly, we're going to cover the principles of unschooling. And there's about six of those that we'll cover. So let's jump right in. So first, what is unschooling? Let's begin with the basic definition. So unschooling is an educational philosophy and practice that rejects traditional structured schooling in favor of child-directed learning. So this term, unschooling, was actually first coined by a guy named John Holt in the 1970s. And it signifies that learning uh, happens naturally and organically without a set curriculum or uh, a traditional classroom setup type deal. That learning can happen really anywhere. Uh, the philosophy of unschooling is that unschooling is more than just a method of education. It believes the, in the inherent curiosity of a child and trust in their ability to direct their own learning journey. This is called self-directed learning. And we really do believe that uh, a child is going to really pick up on a lot more and retain a lot more if they're the captains of their own ship. And really that's the part of the whole philosophy on schooling. It's based on the premise that a child, children are natural learners and when they're left to pursue their own interest at their own pace, they learn more effectively and joyfully than they would if they were forced or if they were in a structured learning environment like a school or something like that. Now, where did it all start? So this is the origins and key figures. The concept of unschooling finds its roots in the writings of John Holt, which is, he's an American educator and author. Now, Holt, originally an advocate for educational reforms, became increasingly disillusioned with the traditional education system and started promoting homeschooling. So that's how it really started. Over time, though, he furthered uh, his ideas and refined them into what we now know as, know as unschooling. His writings include books like How Children Fail, How Children Learn, and they still actually remain influential in this whole movement. Besides Holt, other prominent figures are Pat Ferenga, uh, who's, he, he continued Holt's work after his death, and a woman named Sandra Dodd, a well-known advocate for radical unschooling, was just something, uh, it's kind of its own beast. I was exposed to 
the problems of traditional schooling by the writings of John Taylor Gatto. A lot of you have heard of him and followed his stuff. And the book I'm specifically referencing is Dumbing Us Down. That's a great one to start with if you want to just really find the holes in the traditional schooling setup. Now, moving on to comparing unschooling to schooling, um, we're going to try and tease this apart. So traditional schooling and homeschooling follows a predetermined curriculum, set schedules and assessments to track progress. So schooling is using a set curriculum that maintains a pace, probably with testing, and it can be in a home or a school. So schooling, when I refer to schooling, that's what I'm referring to, both traditional homeschooling as you think of it, or just school at home, and going to a school to learn. Traditional school, when I refer to that, I'm referring to schooling done in a school. Homeschooling is schooling done at home. Students are expected to learn the same topics, same same pace, regardless of the individual interests or abilities. Now, on the other hand, unschooling is characterized by its flexibility. The curriculum is not a preset. It's not preset at all. It is determined by the child's interest. Unschoolers learn at their own pace. They don't have deadlines, and every day can be different. And it really is motivated by the child's curiosity and whatever uh, they're feeling they're into, you know, their motivation. Now, the role of the students in the learning process in unschooling versus schooling. So in, in the schooling setup, students often play a passive role, receiving knowledge from the teachers. Now, their learning is typically directed by adults, and they're often expected to suppress their curiosity to fit into the syllabus or whatever else they're teaching by. Now, I'm not anti-curriculum or anything like that. I feel there's a place for it personally. But to force kids into it, that's that's really what we're talking about. Now, in unschooling, students are the active drivers of their learning, so they can't have a curriculum, at least a, a, a curriculum that's one-size-fits-all. They choose what they want, when, and how they want to learn, guided by their innate curiosity and interest. Now, the role of the teachers or the parents in the learning process in schooling versus unschooling in schooling, teachers impart knowledge, assess performance, and they largely control the entire learning process. This is what most of you grew up with. However, in unschooling, the role of the adult, often the parent, uh, usually the parent, is significantly different. Instead, they act as facilitators or guides, not as authoritative teachers like we're used to. Their jobs to provide resources, opportunities, and support for the child's chosen areas of exploration. So we're just giving them the tools to be successful. They help create an environment conducive to learning, but uh, it's, a, it's the child who really leads the way. So our job is to provide resources, the environment, and act as facilitators, and really expose them to uh, different ideas so that way they can continue to grow. Now, the principles of unschooling. So if I break it down into what inherently is unschooling? I think uh, these six principles uh, most people would agree with. So first, it's child-led learning. You have to have this. It's uh, one of the primary principles of unschooling. This is where the child takes the wheel and directs their own educational journey. They are the captain. This is in, you know, compared to where adults deciding when a child should learn. They decide when, how, uh, to learn, and they get to follow their own interest, curiosity, and pace. For example, if a child shows an interest in dinosaurs, they might read a book about paleontology, visit museums, 
Uh, they might watch documentaries, even create their own dinosaur models. Now, another principle is, and it's closely tied to child-led learning, it's called interest-based learning. This principle posits that people learn best when they're deeply interested and invested in what they're learning. Unlike traditional schooling where everyone learns the same subjects, unschooling enables a child to dive deep into subjects they love, fostering what I believe a more, is a more profound and lasting understanding. A child's interest could range from coding to cooking, it could be astronomy to art, and these interests drive their unique learning path. So every child's going to be different because all child's interests are different. Comparing uh, child-led learning to interest-based learning, uh, like I said, they're closely related. Here's how we kind of tweeze out the difference. Child-led learning, the child directs their educational journey. Subjects or topics to cover, stuff like that. Interest-based learning is doing a deep dive in any of these chosen topics. So for example, if the child has a particular interest in music, they might dive deeper into guitar, music genres, writing their own songs, studying history, stuff like that. The learning here is driven by a specific interest. Next, we talk about learning through real life experiences. This is the third principle. So this is the belief that real life experiences are rich learning opportunities. So we're really integrating the entire world into their learning experience. Unschooling says that learning isn't confined to a textbook or classroom, but happens all the time everywhere. I think we kind of know this. This is where we get like a million questions from our kids and they're constantly looking around trying to make sense of the world. This could be through travel, chores, community service, starting small business, could be playing games or simply interacting with the world just in general. For instance, a trip to the grocery store can turn into a lesson on budgeting. Um, what else? Maybe nutrition or um, even social skills like interacting with the cashier. The next principle, the fourth principle is intrinsic motivation. Unschooling trusts in the child's innate curiosity and desire to understand the world. It refrains from using rewards or punishments to stimulate learning, believing instead that the child, when given the freedom to, and support, will naturally seek knowledge. This is what we see a child doing pretty much every day. They ask questions nonstop about different things. Why? 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 They want to learn until they're put in school and they're forced to learn and they think learning's bad. Then they stop asking questions. And I think you guys, if you have children who you put in school or even remember from your own experience, a point when you go, Man, learning is not fun. No way. Not in unschooling. In unschooling, learning is absolutely fun. We're all curious. We're always, we're always trying to learn. And it's an intrinsic motivation that makes it fun. And uh, I think it's a never-ending energy supply for learning. So I think this is kind of the, the uh, accelerator, if you will, for learning. Is just that motivation that, from within as opposed to force when you're in schooling. The fifth principle is respect for the child. Unschooling places a huge, a great value on the child's thoughts, desires, and decisions. It treats children as capable individuals with their own unique strengths rather than treating them as empty vessels to be filled with information, much like the schools do. I look at my children and I see all this opportunity. I don't see an empty vessel. 
I see them seeking knowledge that they want they they want answers but they're they're not empty they they have just all these little talents and uh big emotions and desires and 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 we as parents at least if we're an unschooling parent at the very least should respect that and help them along the way to learn whatever they're seeking and that's that's what I call respect for the child. Moving on to the last principle, which is flexibility. Now, flexibility is flexibility in unschooling appreciates that a child is unique and that learning is not a one size fits all process. It allows for flexibility in learning styles, for example, auditory, visual, or hands on stuff like that. It allows for flexibility in pacing or moving quick or slow. Because usually kids in a curriculum are are either bored because they're not moving fast enough or they feel like they're behind and dumb, which would really be a horrible way to view it. But if they're behind, they feel like they're dumb a lot of times. Uh, but really, they just need to slow down the pace. So uh, it allows for flexibility in uh, pacing and also content as well adjusting to the individual needs and rhythms of the child. So we might go into math for a week and then lay off it for another week. You might go over and dive in for an hour or two, or you might skip a day. It really doesn't matter, but the the whole goal is for them to continue to pursue this knowledge and really be flexible enough to put it down for a bit and know that you're going to pick it back up. That's often hard for us, but... uh, Trust me, they will eventually pick it back up. All you got to do is kind of point them in the right direction. Show them where it's valuable, why it's valuable. And eventually when they hit a roadblock and they're going to need that skill, they will want to learn it. Or if they're really good at it, they're going to want to learn it. Now, lastly, I'd like to cover uh, beyond just kind of what unschooling is. Let's, Let's talk about the benefits of unschooling. So the first benefit is self-directed learning because unschooling encourages students to take control of their learning. And this can foster a lifelong love for education. Now, students who guide their way through learning often develop a strong sense of curiosity and a deep-seated intrinsic motivation to learn, which really benefits them in the future. And I believe if we look off into the future where we have AI and all these different things where 1099 contractors, that this intrinsic motivation to learn, start, pivot, change is really going to be a a quality that everyone's going to need if you're going to be successful. And I think this self-directed learning helps helps people develop that. Another benefit of unschooling is an individualized education. I like to think of uh, my kid who is super into coding right now. If he doesn't learn any more about, I don't know, let's say history, but he's going to be a coder in like the top, one of the top coders in the entire world, does it really matter if he knows history? Yeah, you could argue that history would be a huge benefit and I would want my child to learn more about history. But if they're going to be a coder and like an excellent coder, does it really matter? 
So traditional learning can sometimes struggle to cater to the unique needs and interests of each student, but in unschooling, it allows for a highly personalized education and experience that is tailored to the child's interest, learning, and style and pace. And really, I believe that can set them up for success in the future in a major way. Uh, another benefit is practical learning. Because unschooling incorporates the real-world experiences into the learning process, students often gain a lot of practical applications uh, for the knowledge that they're getting that goes way beyond the textbook. This kind of learning can make education feel more relevant and engaging for students, and I bet they retain it a lot better. Another benefit, and we have seven that I've listed, is creativity and innovation. I'll tell you what knocks creativity out of, of someone, you know, an, an adult or a, even a child. Tell them what they have to do. Tell them to conform to everyone else. Tell them there's only one right way. <laughs> This will knock out creativity and innovation. So without the constraints of a standardized curriculum, unschooled children have the freedom to think outside the box and really develop new pathways to achieving an objective. This environment often, falters, often fosters creativity, critical thinking, and innovative problem solving. I know with me and my kids, and my kids are nine, seven, and five right now, I always allow for morning play because the research suggests that morning play fosters creativity and i know i'm most creative in the morning it's my highest energy state and i can do more of the practical stuff where i sit down and do some tactical things for whatever i'm working on in the afternoon and i find the same thing to be true with my children they'll play in the morning build that creativity they're using their imagination it's legos it's this it's that it's creating something and coding uh, or in the afternoon, we kind of sit down and we might actually work out some math problems that they've been uh, thinking about. So pretty cool stuff with the creation, creativity and innovation. In addition to that, I think I want to just highlight the. this is one of the main benefits of unschooling. If we look at the public education system, it's going to really inhibit their ability to foster creativity and innovation because you have to conform. But this is one of the major skills I believe people will need in the future because when we look at ai ai is only as good as the questions you ask it or what it, you tell it to do and the more creative you are the more you're able to use ai and i think this is going to be a crucial skill in the future is learning really, really using your creativity to harness the power of tools that are going to be coming out in the future because ai while it can be creative uh really it's taking old information that's already been out there and combining it together to form what looks like a new idea. And sometimes, you know, rarely, uh, it's arguable anyway, that it is a, a new creative idea, at least at this point in 2023. But uh, as far as I can see in the future, true creativity and taking something that's never been done before is a uniquely human gift. So I really wanna foster this in my kids. Uh, next, the fifth, benefit that I could list off the top of my head really to the benefits of unschooling is holistic development. Unschooling looks at education as more than just academic achievement. It promotes the development of the whole child. And isn't that what we all really want? This includes their emotional intelligence, social skills, physical abilities, moral values, you know, whatever they're into, whatever interests they're into. 
So we're not just focused on math. We're focused on everything. Make them a whole person. I find this to be one of the big benefits of unschooling, especially since I've transitioned to working at home where I can be involved in my each of my kids' development and kind of guided them and walking with them. I don't always do the best, but I sure try. <laughs> Another benefit is stress reduction. So we're not creating artificial stress. There's no pressure from test grades and strict schedules. Uh, you know, in school, they experience the stress and anxiety related to their education. Am I going to pass and all that? And the point is to kind of create the pressure to learn when you're in schools. But this is artificial. If we are unschoolers, then we believe that children have an innate drive to want to learn. So we just help facilitate that, give them the tools they need to be successful in the environment. And uh, this will reduce the stress of their life overall. I mean, this is what most kids are stressed out about is school. And if we can just remove that and help use that energy and instead something positive, I think this can lead to a way more positive relationship with learning and better mental health overall. Uh, lastly, and this is, again, I work from home, uh, family bonding. Unschooling offer, often involves the whole family in the learning process, which can lead to increased family bonding and mutual respect. You're teaching them to behave like, like adults and giving them that respect, and they often respect you back, back. Parents and siblings can learn alongside each other and foster a close-knit learning community. And this safeness to be able to ask questions, I really think can accelerate their learning and create that lifelong bond to where you can walk alongside them and help them grow, not just grades one through 12, but for the rest of their life. And that wraps up episode one of What is Unschooling? I hope I answered a lot of your questions and I hope I did it justice, to be honest with you. We could go into a lot more, but I guess that's why we have a podcast where we can talk a lot more in the future about all the little intricacies of unschooling. So I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world, and the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message, and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line. Thank you.